This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to the 1912 Exiles podcast, the Newport County podcast made by the fans for the fans. So we're three games into the Graham Coughlin era and still unbeaten. The last episode uh, reported on that first win against quite a poor Colchester team. Um, And in that, we warned about the dangers facing us on the road this week at Mansfield and Northampton, two grounds that haven't traditionally been happy hunting grounds for County. And yet, despite our pessimism, we've come away with two more points, including a clean sheet at Mansfield and very nearly a win at Northampton as well. But don't take my word for it because I wasn't there. So let's talk to someone who was. Uh, users of the We Are Exiles message boards will know of uh, Phil Adkins, a.k.a. Phil in Northampton. And Phil made the short trip to yesterday's game and has graciously joined me for a chat and some analysis. So welcome, Phil. Morning, Ed. Before we come on to the game, um, just tell us a little bit about you. What's a Newport County fan doing in Northamptonshire? Back in the day, as a, a young lad playing football games at home, it wasn't playing on the computer. There wasn't such a thing as a computer when I was a kid. And it was Sabutio, the tabletop flick the plastic men. And my brother was five years older than me, always beat me at every game we played. And on a certain occasion, representing Newport County, I beat him in the final of the FA Cup. (laughs) I was 10, didn't even know who Newport County were, where they were. That interest just the seed was sown and it grew from there. I look at the results in the paper. By chance, they were in the same league as Northampton Town at the time, Division 4, which I suppose is where we still are. And it's just it just blossomed from there. I managed to get up to watch them play at Northampton as a young boy when my dad took me. And I knew all the Newport players from the programme that we'd played the Sabutio game with. I knew their names, Rod Jones, he was my hero, you know, and I didn't know any of the Cobblers players. So naturally, I just cheered when Newport got the ball and it just stuck and grew from there. Amazing. I, I think 
it's those sorts of stories that always add such a, an amount of colour to to any team. And, you know, you see it now where there's Newport County fans in places like Argentina and Brazil who've you know played as county on FIFA or, or whatever and then have got into it. And, you know, you end up with fans scattered around the world, but not in the way that, you know, Man City or Chelsea or whoever do with, you know, people jumping on a bandwagon and wanting to support success, but people who've just ended up cheering on an underdog because of a, a bit of success in Sabutio or FIFA or Championship Manager or whatever it is. And I think it's it really makes um, adds to the vibrancy of any club. I think this is the irony of it. Once I started supporting Newport County as a lad, I had to take down Manchester United posters from my bedroom wall. <laughs> it was George Best, Bobby Cholton. I had a pair of the George Best boots, football boots, which were all the rage at the time. But obviously, I never got to see Man United or anything like that. It was just the fashion. But that fashion went out the window for something unfashionable. <laughs> <laughs> and to c- continue with the family theme, you, you were at the game yesterday and it was, yeah, a, a family affair. Uh, it, it was magic. Like, Every season in August, the fixtures come out and it's an upper or a downer as to when that Newport-Northampton match are, home or away. This season's announcement, home game for Northampton at playing Newport, October the 29th, my mum's birthday. Mm. My mum, she's quite elderly now and she doesn't go to matches, but she avidly listens to Radio Northampton to the commentary. And on a Saturday afternoon or Tuesday night, we're back and forth with texts. Who we're winning one. I always know that their scores always are there because by the time she gets the text, you know it's come up on the screen on my computer. But I pretend I don't know, and and that, and we have a bit of banter on on the text. And so when when the fixture came out that it was Northampton Newport on my mum's birthday, I knew that was the opportunity to do something special for her and for the family. So it's a family occasion and we booked the hospitality meal before the game and seats in the grandstand. And it was such a special occasion for her that to me, the result wasn't important. We always, she always says we'd like a draw because then I'm happy, you're happy. And I don't agree with that. I said, no, I want to win. (laughs) Newport need the points. Northampton don't. So, but it looked like I was going to get my way yesterday until that right at the end, we'd sat back too long. I think we should have took the game to them a bit more and they got the equaliser, which in hindsight, everybody was happy. Yeah. Well, let's let's turn to the game. Um, as you say, obviously gutting to concede in injury time. It, it looked like a very good finish from Will Hoskins on the highlights. But the stats suggest Northampton might have been hard done by if they got nothing from the game. So... Do you see it as a point gained or two lost from a, a county perspective? Pretty much the same viewpoint as the midweek game. Before the game, the point is good. After the game, the point is not as much as you felt you deserved or could have had. So, yeah, I think it was an opportunity missed for three points. We dominant in the first half. For what I haven't seen in quite a long time, Mickey's long throws were causing big problems. They weren't being headed out by the first defender or or the tallest bloke at the back. They didn't seem to be able to deal with that. And the knockdowns and ricochets from from whoever headed the ball first gave us several opportunities, but we just didn't get on top of them. That was the problem. 
Yeah, I mean, it was it was something that we were talking about on the 1912 Exiles WhatsApp group yesterday about the the, the throws. It seemed to be different because rather than uh, them just being thrown in and headed away by the first defender, as you say, we were actually managing to uh, have a bit more movement there, and that seemed to be the thing that was that was causing them difficulties. Um, we were having yeah a bit of movement from the midfield, getting the flick ons, and and that's what led to the the Omar Bogle goal. I think the difference is having Priestley back, having him in the area, that height advantage that he gives, and he got on the end of several. I'm not sure his direction was perfect, but once you get a touch, first touch, that ball can go anywhere. And I think that's what causes the the panic in the defence of the opposition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think Priestley seems to be kicking on now under Graham Copland. And if if so, I think we've got a really good player there. We've said it before that he's... He's got all of the basics, but it's doing it consistently for 90 minutes in a game. And that seems to be what's happening now. I think he's building it from the back, building the strength from the back, which if you can keep the opposition out, at least you can finish the game with the same points as them. Once you start attacking, then you're leaving yourself a bit more open. And at 1-0, I felt we, we didn't continue the vein in the second half the way we did in the first. And maybe that lacked just a little bit of bravery as a team in the second half. We tended to sit on it a little bit. And at 1-0, you're always vulnerable to that equaliser. Yeah, I mean, everyone says about Graham Copeland that what he does is drill teams so that we're, you're robust in defence, you grab a goal and then you then you see the game out. And we did that against Colchester. Our game management was very good. I think it happened at Mansfield, from what I understand. And we came within a within a, a, a minute or so of doing it at, at Northampton as well. But it's it's building that the, the the stamina of concentration so that you're you know you're you're not making those late slips because it was nearly but not quite, I guess. Yeah, and the opposition, as it nears the end of the game, will throw a bit more at it and take a few more risks. Because at that point, with once you're into an extra time or five minutes from the end, they might as well lose 2-0 as 1-0, yeah. but they can put a bit more pressure on the attack. And if they get the result, they've, they've got the equal. And if they get it with a few minutes to go, you know, that, the game is very nervy towards the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in terms of standout performances, I mean, you've already picked out Priestley as being someone who, who looked solid. Uh, who else impressed you? Mickey, Mickey, he very rarely has a bad game. He might, he might make an odd mistake in a game, but for me, he's been the consistent player for season after season lately. And he's he's got that long throw, which if used properly, is a decent weapon. So as a strong defender with an attacking talent as well, all round, that, that helps us. Also, I was impressed with James Waite. He seemed a very busy player. And along with a lot of the midfield, they were once they hadn't got the ball, they were attacking who had the ball uh, and putting the defenders under pressure. So they were being forced into mistakes. And it was interesting to see Northampton playing how we were playing, yeah. not too far back. And sitting amongst Northampton supporters in the stand, it was so funny listening to their comments, which just echoed the comments of our supporters not long ago. Yeah, I, I I also like the fact that we've stuck with the same starting eleven now for three games on the spin, and you know Cochran was quoted in the the Argus as saying that you know once players are in that team, he wants them to keep hold of the shirt and uh, you know to to 
not give him reason to give anyone else a go. And I think trying, particularly with our defence, having some consistency there, keeping the same players, making sure they know who's around them and that they build that trust, I think that's going to be a big plus when it comes to uh, keeping clean sheets and uh, yeah, getting getting results at places like Six Fields. I think the consistency of team selection is always a strong point with any club and that's what certainly what Northampton are bemoaning at the moment that they've they've got so many players out through injury and illness. So they've they've got the exact opposite situation where they haven't got a settled team and that seems to have affected their form. We're going the opposite way. We've got a settled team and we're improving. So there's certainly a lot in that. Yeah. And I saw that uh, our old friend Ryan Haynes set up the the equaliser yesterday, despite having struggled to get into the uh, starting eleven for the Cobblers this season. What what did you make of him? Um, he's always he's a League Two player in my eyes. He's full of effort, slightly lacking on the finishing touch. But at League Two, you, you wouldn't be in League Two if you were better than that. You'd, you'd be higher up. And is a genuine hard worker. Yeah. He puts hundred percent into it, and I was always happy to have him in our team. And to not see him starting, I thought, well, at least he can't ruin our day because that's the way <laughs> it goes. Though he did have a say in it at the end. But I did speak to him after the game, and we did get a, a photo with my mum and Ryan, and I thanked him for his time at Newport, and I thanked him for scoring one of his rare goals, which won me sixty odd quid as first goal scorer. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah, I mean, the, he, he was one of those. He, he didn't score lots of goals, but when he did, they were usually quite. They were either important or spectacular or both. So uh... you knew he had a, a good a good shot from outside the area if he yeah. could get onto the space to let one go, which wasn't that often. Yeah. But when you saw him approaching the penalty area with a bit of space, you just willed him to let one go, and just occasionally it went in. Yeah, I mean, Mickey's the same, you know, he he tends to not push forward all that often, but when he does and hits a thunderbolt, it's only going one place and that's usually top corner. Yeah, we, we, we know it's available, but yeah. <laughs> how often it comes off <laughs> is another thing. Well, thank you very much, Phil. When's, when's your next game going to be? Well, it's funny because that was my first one this season. Um, we can't come down to Newport as often as we would like because we've got caring duties from our parents um, so we can't get too far away. But as luck would have it again, we have a match at Leicester next yes. uh, next week. So the family were all off to Leicester. So the uh, two games in two weeks. Well, we, you never know. We may get you back on to talk about that uh, that trip to Leicester in the in the Type Two Diabetes Cup uh, that we've got as well. Uh, we've also got next Saturday at home to Colchester in the FA Cup. So we've got those two big cup games coming up. Um, we are hoping to have uh, an episode previewing both games, but um, we'll have to see because it's half term week. We're struggling to pin down a Colchester fan to uh, to preview the match. So no promises, listeners, but we will do our best. But Phil, thank you very much for your time. I'm sure we'll have you back on again in the future. And um, a huge happy birthday to your mum as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, thanks very much for, for your contribution. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to doing it again. And thank you, as always, for listening. Don't forget to keep it counting. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.